and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Hey, Siri, nickname me. Okay, what would you like me to call you? Peter Griffin, H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-H-A-
they need to have a lot of taste because usually the booze was really bad because somebody Ouch. made it in their bathtub. Um, <laughs> uh, because uh, it was our birthdays, I actually looked up a number of born on uh, my birthday. I think, Sancho, you did the same. And, yeah, uh, you know, there weren't a lot, but I got a few. Like, I remembered right when you told me, I started looking up, and I've, I've done this before, and I was like, oh, yeah, there, I don't have a lot going uh, on in my day. But I got to cut down my list because there, there are some interesting <laughs> ones on I got a line. couple. Like, like, what? <laughs> really? And then also, uh, because of that, we're also going to share a new greatest drunk story. So Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I but in the spirit of uh, 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 formally dry January, um, all of us are going to get to our beer of the day. Yeah. Beer is a fermented beverage made with cereals and w- w- water. The beer of the day. Well, I'm going to go first because I have not been dry at all in January, so I'm just going to continue the trend. Keep on sliding through the wet. That's right. Sliding yeah. through the wet. Whoa. Sorry. Um, Sorry, everyone. That was a little too visceral. It's okay. <laughs> it happens. I am actually drinking School of Rockfish by Humble Sea Brewing Company. Um, this is a double dry hop fused foggy India pale ale. It's 7.3%. And it's alcohol fused with, I always forget how to pronounce this, Motueka. I knew that was coming because that's the one you always, I always pause that before. One up. El Dorado, Galaxy, and Lacrosse. Lacrosse? Lacrosse? LaCroix? Sure. Hey, Lacroix in the hop game. Oh, it's lactose. <laughs> I can't read. Oh. The T you looks... pronounce it the French well, way, I guess. If I would have lo- looked at untapped, it would have said lactose, but the can just looked like Lacrosse. And I was like, that's weird. That's how I'm going to say it from now oh, on. Oh, God. Lacrosse. Yeah, no, please edit that out. Um. Is that, is that a lacrosse uh, stout we got here? <laughs> so stupid. I feel so I'm lacrosse so intolerant. <laughs> uh, I can. I get the ferrets if I have too much lacrosse. <laughs> the ferrets. Um, yeah, so that's really, there's no real description. I kind of looked on the website too, just basically what I read you. Um, I already told you it's 7.3% um, alcohol. Alcohol. So it's an I IPA think. with lactose? It's a lactose IPA? Uh-huh. Like a milkshake IPA kind of thing? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's like real hazy. Like, oh, well, wow. I mean foggy, but it's it's pretty like I. It's a little bit more than fog. I don't know. Yeah, fog and fun. Um. It's, uh, <laughs> that face is hilarious. It's, it's actually like a little bit. It, it doesn't have any IBUs that I can see on um, Untapped, but. Th- that bitterness. It, it looked like it had some IPUs. It it kicks you in the face. <laughs> that bitterness. Um, I do get like I almost do taste like some tropical in it. Like I I smell pineapple. Nice. Um, oof, it is a, uh, it's a banger. Wow, wow. <laughs> that is uh that's not the face I'd normally expect someone when they have a humble C to make. Like that's... I, maybe I just wasn't expecting that full fledged. Like it is like the. The mouthfeel just is like, like almost like scrapes your tongue with bitter. Whoa. Oh, shit. Yeah. Damn. Or maybe it's just (laughs) the can I have. Um, It has a 4.05 rating on Untapped with 393 ratings. People like to be abused. Yeah, there's so many does out there. People like to be abused, obviously. I guess. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, maybe you guys would think differently, but it's it's a little... (laughs) Humble C does some pretty good beers. I don't really think I love I've Humble come C. across one of theirs that I haven't liked. So, yeah. I mean, maybe it's just super bitter and people people wanted a nice one like that. It's like, yeah, like I said, it's real 
bitter on the back end like that first taste you're like oh, okay like juicy and then it's like <laughs> like <laughs> bitter gotcha nice Sancho, what you got there, buddy? Oh, my God. All right. So here in the spirits of dry January as well, too, I'm busting out. Um, All right. So hold on. So I was kind of, you know, out about doing my thing out in the beer world. And I was like, all right, what's going to be my beer of the day? I wanted it to be another NA, another non-alcoholic. So I was kind of like, all right, looking around. I was thinking about the Lagunitas new one and stuff. And I ran across one of my reps, and long story longer, we got to talking, and he sold in one of these, and uh, it didn't really work. I don't know. It's just a whole thing. But I ended up getting some of this Bud Zero. <laughs> oh, no. After yep. that, I, that was not expecting. I did not I expect know. that. Story, ah, huh? That's a twist. What a twist. <laughs> no, oh, um, <laughs> so Budweiser Zero is my beer of the day, and I'm actually kind of excited to try it out. It's uh, 50 calories, 0% alcohol, 0 alcohol. I mean, zero sugar. I mean, yeah, it's low on the on the everythings. So we'll see about the taste-wise, but right before I jump into it, I'll tell you what they think on Untapped. Out of uh, a little over 1,500 people, um, it's got a rating of 2.55, um, no ABV. Get it? What? Uh, <laughs> you get it? Alcohol. <laughs> it's just zero. <laughs> um <laughs> And uh, it's weird because it was like come up. It came up as a unique tag, so maybe it's like kind of a unique beer for people because they don't drink that kind of shit on a tap. So let's see what they say about it. Bud Zero. I would like to see the bottle too, please. That's awfully white. Yeah. You know what? Is it like a, a white label? It's just like a white Budweiser like white label. I'm showing it to the camera right now, dude. This tastes better than Budweiser. I can drink this. This is nice. It's like a nice little hoppy soda water. It's actually really good. I'm not even joking <laughs> with you guys. Like, I'm getting a little bit of that like fuzzy flavor that you get kind of just because of the bubbles that Budweiser has. I don't know if you're a Coors drinker, Budweiser drinker, but there's something different going on in the carbonation and you do get a little bit of that fillingness in the back of your throat. And I'm being really, really like, it, that's like a kind of specific detail right there. But, man, honestly, you can drink this thing, and it literally would be kind of like a nice Perrier, like, on a hot day, dude. It's really, it's actually pretty good. Today I learned, not only are you still on the dry January train. <laughs> no, I've had a couple beers today. Oh, okay. There you I go. just wanted to do <laughs> this in honor, of dry, in honor of dry January. I wanted <laughs> Thank you to for do coming this. to me. No, but I had a, I've actually had a few beers today, so. Interesting. I didn't even like. Yeah. I feel like I've heard of that, but didn't even like realize. But it's pretty zero. bomb, dude. Actually, I'm glad I have a six pack of it. That's really good. It's yummy. I feel like uh, Budweiser's flagship offering is not as good as some of their more offbeat stuff, like the Bud Light Seltzer that I had. Oh my yeah. god! I bought it just so I could dunk on it about how terrible it was, and I'm like, yeah. oh, and then you ended up liking it. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna. Lie. You know what? It's like the best tasting seltzer out there. Right, oh, it's super cool. light right and clean, uh, yeah. and it's still got booze in it. Yep. See, the thing with these um, NAs, like the Heine Zero and the Budweiser Zero, is as soon as you take the alcohol out of it, you take a big component of the flavor out, and that's what a lot of people don't like, that just weird, either malt liquor-y or just cheap alcohol. You take that out of it, and you got yourself a pretty nice little like sparkly water right there, honestly. All right. Fair. Okay. Well, going over to mine, uh, this is not... Uh, a zero, as it were. Let me go ahead and pop this open. Here comes the best sound that uh, you can hear on a hot day. Mmm. Mmm. I'm picturing myself in the pool right now. 
<laughs> yeah, I know this storm is gonna wash away my house, but goddammit, I have got a double dry hopped institution IPA. Look up what Untapped has to say about this nonsense. Um, literally nothing is written about it. It's just an IPA. It's American. Okay. Does it have it the does... code date on it at all? Well, let me see if it's on the bottom. Hold on. I'd be interested to see. What... Is it? Does it have the, a name? The... Is it called something? Yeah, it was poured uh, one uh, four twenty one. So a few weeks ago. Nice. So still very clear. No, there it's just a West Coast IPA. It's double dry hopped. Um, and it is uh, 7.5% on the alcohol. Alcohol. Nice. And, uh, of course, no IBUs. And it's, uh, what did I say, 4.01, I think. So, let me get this quick little little snoot. It's not as um, fizzy as I normally like. I like the more cleaner, crisper fizzy. Gotcha. But it's pretty good. Um, and the taste goes away pretty quick. Like, it's not like um, like that really heavy syrupy kind of IPA kind of feel. It's actually yep. really clean. That yeah, is really good. Nice. Wow. All right. Well, good stuff. Thank you, I, uh, thank you, Institution. I happen to go by there for, um, uh, you know, it's right down the road. For those of you who listen to the podcast, uh, you know we usually do a lot of Institution. We actually stopped doing Institution because we did it too much. Um, but it's right down the road, and when the championship games are on for football, I'm like, dude, you know what? I need a little beer for this, you know? And I got a little... Little uh, pizza, little spicy honey bacon pizza. Oh, stop to, to it. Munch That's on. my favorite. Oh, man. So very, very good. And then uh, I literally couldn't eat for the rest of the day because I've been eating super clean. I had like three or four slices of that and like, ugh, knocked yeah. me out for the rest of the night. I didn't eat another <laughs> thing. I had like some soup, right. just the broth, you know, like I was like sick or something stupid. But um, yeah. Anyways, well, those there. There you go. We got an eclectic mix. Yeah, mine is definitely not a crafty independent. It was total mainstream, but I was curious about it. It was kind of interesting. So you guys are sounding good, though. I love Humble Sea and Dandy Institutions, an institution around here. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Hey, it's in the name. I would like to move on to your birthday. Um, hey, I would days. like to move past well, it since already. I finally turned 30 and that feels old. It does, uh. right? I know. The countdown's on for me. <laughs> so, Sandro, your birthday is January 16th. Yeah. Happy belated. Hey, thanks. Um, you actually have about four more national days, three or four more national days than on Wiley's birthday. Oh, shit. Oh, what's up? So, Damn. Okay, yours actually make me laugh. National Fig Newton Day. Nice. <laughs> National. Can't do the fig without the Newton. You can't. National Nothing Day. Oh, how existential. I know. National Religious Freedom Day. Same. Wow. I'm into it. National Day. Wait, sorry. National Without a Scalpel Day. I don't know what that means. Sounds scary. It sounds wow. terrifying. Don't get, get don't get surgery on January sixteenth. I know. 16th, I, I, I didn't even no, want to read the it. article. I was don't like too scared. Do it. So, <laughs> and then there's Good National call. Use Your Gift Card Day. It's the third Saturday in January. Well, don't okay. use that for surgery. Yes. <laughs> and then Wiley, you are born yeah. on January seventeenth, 
And you have National Bootleggers Day, which I found a That's like cute good. little. I clicked on the link. And there's a cute little article. I'll like do some highlights of. And yeah, I, I want to cool. hear some. I want some bootlegging. National Hot Buttered Rum Day. Great. I know, there right? Wiley had all That's the alcohol awesome. ones, and Sandro, you had a like funny. You had some funny <laughs> ones, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, National Bootleggers Day. Clearly, in the 1800s, the term bootlegger came into use in the Midwest. Um, it described the act of actually concealing flasks of liquor in a boot top when going to trade with Native Americans. How about I did not know where bootlegger wow. came from. I didn't either. Yeah. That. Uh, it found its permanent place in the American vocabulary when Congress passed the 18th Amendment prohibiting the manufacture, transportation, and sale of alcohol in 1920. Boo. Some distilleries switched their production to actually like legal things, and some were like, fuck it, and they took to bootlegging. So bootleggers helped fill demand by smuggling various brews from Canada and Mexico and then distilling their own liquor in the like, backwood secluded areas. Uh, wow. Again, Wiley had said something like, it's like shit in a bathtub, right? Like, you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. So, yeah. You don't know what you're going to. Exactly. Yeah. Moonshiners. And they then sell it to like speakeasies, individuals, or other establishment. Uh, other terms for bootleggers were called rum runners and moonshiners, which we brought up moonshine. And then finally, in 1933, uh, we ratified the 21st Amendment, repealing prohibition, and alcohol was legal again. But like 13 years of that shit? You imagine? Oh, yeah, yeah. You imagine? That's crazy. No, really. I cannot. So what's kind of wild too is that like in the twenties back then bars are shut down, and for some reason in the twenties now bars are shut down for totally different reasons. But comes in cycles. Like, oh, you got to think about that. It's kind of weird, huh? It is really weird. It is a little weird. <laughs> it does. It's like cyclical. There was a a yeah. friend of mine um, is friends with a guy who does demolitions or works like building demolitions and stuff like that, mm -hmm. and they knocked down some old building in downtown L.A. that they're going to make condos out of, of course. Yeah. And so a quick note, when you knock down a building, you have to take all the doors out. You have to take all the windows out and basically just kind of leave the husk. And then they blow up certain areas and that's what collapses it. And this is whole thing. So they got, they blew it up and they're moving debris away and whatnot. And they found some doors lying there. And the supervisor called over and he's like, hey, I thought all the doors were gone. He was all mad about it. I'm like, yeah, all the doors were gone. Then they noticed these doors were locked. So they cut the, the padlock. And it was an old padlock. Cut the padlock off. Opened them up. There's a staircase down with these doors, and there was a full speakeasy with tables and chairs, and the bar still set up. They had uh, all the booze was still behind the bar, hmm. like a full freaking speakeasy down there. Please and so tell they me got, he got like pictures. A couple... Wow. Um, no, he he did not because he um, he came in afterwards, like where they actually did get some of the bottles of of the whiskey and stuff, but. One of the guys from, like, DreamWorks or Microsoft or one of these, Apple maybe, like, one of these, like, kind of more, um, I think it was actually movie industry guys, ended up buying a shitload of the bottles of, of whiskey and, and what was down there. And also the actual bar, and he set it up in his house and invited over everyone on the demolition team. And they all went there, and he popped open the, uh, the whiskey for everybody to try after all this time. Oh, I have goosebumps Turns out it. it was garbage yeah. it yeah. was absolute garbage which they kind of expected but he's like you know what i don't care how much of it i have how much you know how terrible it is we're drinking history this was made at a time and we are now in the future drinking literally drinking history it doesn't, doesn't matter how uh terrible it is we're now part of that history by by consuming this yeah i think that is <laughs> so, so cool like i don't know that's crazy that's so cool i love that see and i think like the whole 
bootlegging era and everything is just I don't know it's super nutty but yeah I don't know there, and it like you know it it also got in with like the mob you know like the mafia got in on it and they were like you know regulating production and different things and it's just like a very interesting time in history so congratulations yeah, like uh, Capone yeah, awesome. and Born on yeah. National what was it the Bootleg Valentine's Day Massacre yeah it's all about that Al Capone as well. I think was one of them I read in the article but yeah Booze League Radio. All right, so speaking of Prohibition era, let's talk about what they did with all that booze when it came right down to it. Um, let me get back to the top of my little list here of things. So I got 10 Prohibition era cocktails that I found. These are cocktails that are kind of in their simplest form. Um, a lot of these, note, a lot of these were not actually created from, between 1920 and 1933. So they were not actually created during Prohibition. But they were um, actually, uh, they were created earlier, but the reason they kind of came back to them is that the people that made the liquor, as we kind of touched on earlier, God knows where it came from, and God knows who's making it. God knows if it's any good, because these were not professional production facilities. Who knows what was in them? Blah, blah, blah. So cocktails, uh, these particular ones, took undrinkable liquor and turned it into some type of beverage that you can enjoy. So a lot of these cocktails, the point was to kind of mask the flavor of the liquor with something else. So let's start uh, on our first one, which is a familiar one, which actually had kind of a resurgence, I'd say probably seven or eight years ago, the mojito. Really? Because huh. mint, is, mint is such a powerful herb. Is it herb that's a guy or is it herb? It's a <laughs> herb. Okay, herb's a guy. Herb's a guy. Right. So mint is such a powerful herb. I mean, there might be a powerful herb named mint. I don't know. <laughs> Um, it does a good job of taking over the drink's flavor. So that's why a rum mojito was really popular, and also the whiskey-based mint julep, for the exact same reason, was also very popular during um, gotcha. Prohibition. That's so interesting. And really, it's just liquor, lime, mint, and sugar, and that's it. So it's a very simple recipe that uh, has a lot of flavor to mask um, if, you have, if you have bad booze. <laughs> that's funny. There's another one called the Bee's Knees. Also, um, for those of you at home, if you have a pen and paper, go ahead and write these down and give them a shot because they really are super easy. Uh, the bee's knees um, is a simple way to fancy up gin. So it's usually gin, honey syrup, and lemon juice. Hmm. Three simple ingredients, um, which honestly sounds really damn it good. sounds delicious. I love Kind of like a gimlet almost. Almost, mm -hmm. almost. It's pretty much simple syrup and lime. It's like honey and simple syrup. I'm sure, you know, teaches yeah. your flavor, whatever you want. It's just a little, just honey, just a little bit of honey. I guess honey is probably a little bit more easy to access back then. Hmm. Now all the bees are dying. God damn it. <sighs> Anyways, <laughs> not to get, not to bum anyone out. Um, the next one that actually was super popular uh, was the Mary Pickford. You guys remember Mary Pickford? Do you know who Mary Pickford is? Can't say that is I do. Is she a famous bootlegger? Right, uh, she is not. She's a famous actress. Um, she was a famous actress in the teens and 20s, li literally 100 years ago. The only person at the time more famous, flameless, uh, than <laughs> Mary Pickford was Charlie Chaplin. I was just going to say that. She's yeah, only person more famous. She was uh, written about talked about, sung about, everybody loved Mary Pickford, and she's actually the first actress, female actor, the first female actor to get a million-dollar contract. 
It was a million dollars back then, and it'd be worth something like twenty million today, is what she got. But it blew people's minds that she got wow. as much as she did, and awesome. uh, she could pull it. So yes. obviously, during that time, since she was so famous, of course, a drink would end up based off of her. So the Mary Pickford used rum. Rum was actually one of the hottest uh, commodities during Prohibition because it already had a little bit of a sweetness, which helped uh, mask the uh, the terribleness, as it were. So rum was one of the hottest commodities during Prohibition, uh, and the Mary Pickford was actually created in Cuba. It's a cocktail that mixes light rum, pineapple juice, and grenadine. Oh, that sounds and delicious. And it kind of becomes kind of a pink flavor, a uh, very feminine kind of pink drink uh, that people drink called the Mary Pickford. That's light rum, pineapple juice, and grenadine. Let's talk about the Ricky. Huh. You guys know about the Ricky? Ricky the Ricky Ricky? The gin Ricky? <laughs> The Gin Ricky is, um, you can still find these out there today or, or at least uh, hear talk of them. The Gin Ricky is just gin, lime juice, and club soda. Very, very simple. A lot of club soda, a lot of long pours of club soda uh, was used back in the Prohibition. Uh, the sidecar, which you can still find today in a lot of craft bars, uh, whiskey bars, dudes with uh, handlebar mustaches mixing up some drinks, they probably know how to make a sidecar. Uh, very iconic. It's one of the great sour drinks found in every bartending guide published right about Prohibition. So it was one of the more uh, well-known and common drinks of the time. Uh, it uses cognac, orange liqueur, and lemon juice. Huh. If you really want to get down with it, add sugar to the rim. Huh. I've, have you ever had a sidecar, any of you guys? I think I made one when I found out what it was, bartending, because I also kind of like cognac a little bit. I remember it being okay, but not something that I'd be like, my drink, though? Yeah. I think I, I've had the same story where I'm like, oh, this is interesting. But you know what? At the same time, that would have been before I was into like a Manhattan or an old fashioned. So it might be now that I'd be a little more into it. I'd love to try I it. Because like Sandro, I love cognac. Like I actually really like it. Nice. Yeah, me too. I think the only thing about it is that I just, the cognac is good enough on its own. You don't really need to mix it with that yeah. stuff. But it is interesting, though. It's, it's all right, you know? Makes sense. Well, then maybe you'd like something called the White Lady. So the White Lady is pretty much a sidecar. The only difference is the booze that you put in it. Uh, the White Lady actually uses gin in place of the cognac. Um, so you mix that with contrao and lemon juice. Mm. So it's the same basic principle. It just uses gin. So that, actually, I bet you that's very like light, kind of almost tastes like ice. I used to make a drink called Miami Ice, and we used like just a little bit of gin because it actually provided that idea of ice. Like, it kind of had, like, there's a bunch of other booze in it, but that little bit of gin, like, oh, kind of tastes a little icy. Hmm. Nice. So, that was a white lady. Uh, lemon juice, contrao, and gin. Interesting. Bacardi. We all know Bacardi now, of course. Cardi B? But, but during... <laughs> Cardi B. <laughs> that's actually really funny. Well, because her sister's that's how name she was... came up with it. No, her sister's name is, like, Hennessy, and she was pissed, and so she called herself Cardi B. Like off Bacardi. Yeah. Uh, look at that. Today I learned. <laughs> How about that? Uh, Bacardi cocktail. The Cardi B cocktail. Hmm. Uh, dur during Prohibition, Bacardi was the rum. It wasn't the only one, but its name was often used to describe the entire category. Kind of like here in California. If you say Coke, you pretty much mean any dark soda. It could be Pepsi. Right. could be RC Cola, whatever. It's Coke. Um, same thing here. So the Bacardi cocktail, which you'd find anywhere you went during Prohibition, was Bacardi, light rum, uh, lemon, lemon or lime, and grenadine. Interesting. Hmm. I guess kind of, what do they do? 
Do they do a rum sprite and grenadine? No, probably not. Maybe. They could. (laughs) All right, we're getting one now that uh, I know Coley has had, and I want to hear your review of this one, the French 75. Okay. It's so refreshing and effervescent because it has champagne in it. It Mm. is so good. I love a French 75, and when I was in uh, New Orleans last year, shed a little tear for when I used to be able to vacation in Mardi Gras, but (laughs) I think I had one. It was like uh, the Commander's Palace, that famous restaurant. They had their own take on the French 75. I think it was called the Saints 75, and I'm a Saints fan, so clearly I was like, well, I have to have it, and it was... So you just breezed on in and oh, I sure breezed <laughs> on in. Yep, it was great. It, oh Thank my god, you. it was so delicious. So I love French seventy fives. I love that they put champagne. I love the sparkle and effervescence. Nice. Well, that was uh, also very popular during the Prohibition. Um, this is a World War One cocktail. We went over this on a previous draft. I think the one just before you uh, went to New Orleans. Yes. We went over the ingredients, but French seventy five was named after the guns the French used in World War One. Uh, which were 75 millimeter. Um, But it's gin, lemon, champagne, and some simple syrup. So it's it's a very simple drink. Nice. It's so good. Let's talk Collins's. Ooh. Collins's. Like Tom? Collins's. Sandro? Yeah, Yeah. like Tom Collins. Sandro, you know what a Tom Collins is? I think so. I think it's like vodka, soda water, and lemon or lime, right? Grapefruit. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, Not Tom. No, Tom is uh, basically lemon and syrup and... um, and soda water? I'm not seeing soda water. I feel like it should be. The Collinses were the ones I always got wrong as a bartender. Yeah. Um, let me go over this here. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Use liquor, lemon, and syrup, and gin. All right, so gin is Tom Collins. Okay. And is made with old Tom gin, not London gin, which is why they call it a Tom Collins. Because oh. America. I didn't know that. <laughs> what? Yeah. What's in a John Collins? Anybody know what a John Collins is? No. That one's got vodka. I don't. <laughs> close. No. Actually, no, it's not close. It's bourbon. Oh. <laughs> bourbon. There you go. Close in, the, in that it's not gin. <laughs> oh, thanks for that. <laughs> uh, John Collins is bourbon. Uh, what about a Michael Collins? Ooh. This one should be easy for us, considering we have an Irish friend. Whiskey. <laughs> yep. Irish, Irish whiskey. whiskey. Nice. Is it a Michael Collins? And last but not least, what's in a Phil Collins? Uh, Is there really a Phil Collins? Collins. (laughs) Yeah. It's a Susu Studio and Lemon. No. Um, No, but seriously, Phil Collins is uh, vodka cucumber and then uh, lemon and and syrup and all that. That one sounds the most refreshing. I didn't even know that was a drink. That that does sound pretty good. There there are your Collinses. And uh, the last one I have for you, I saved it for the end just because I've literally, as a bartender, I've never heard of it. Sandro, tell me if you've heard of it. The monkey gland. Ew, that sounds Uh disgusting. No, (laughs) I've never heard of that. (laughs) It's a gin cocktail. It's gin, orange juice, and grenadine. Now, what really takes it to another level, though, is before you pour in those ingredients into the glass, you pour in a little absinthe and rinse it with that and pour it out and then pour the rest of it in there on top of that. Wow. And it takes it a to a whole other level. Absinthe rinse? That's absinthe really interesting because absinthe is such a unique t- 
taste. I've gotten fucked up off absinthe. It's but, well, the last time I had I it, it's it was in New Orleans. There it was um, an absinthe nice. bar. Um, it was the first level of the building that we rented, like the balcony for Mardi Gras, like to throw beads. So the d- oh, you guys like right over an absinthe. I didn't realize there's an well, absinthe bar in the lobby of your hotel. No, 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 it wasn't our hotel. It, so we we rented a balcony above a bar called the Old Absinthe House. Oh, that's right. So downstairs it Got was it. like an absinthe bar, and upstairs they had like a bar and like food, and you could go on the balcony and throw the beads, and it had private bathrooms, which is like total selling point. Worth oh every penny, God. whatever you paid. And now I like look back at <laughs> nice. the videos of that crowd of hundreds of thousands of people walking through the street without masks, and I get like, oh. <laughs> right, like the February leading I, into coronavirus. You're like, how did I get out of that? Because I think I had it before then, really, truly. But yeah, I, I think that's how Nick and I made it out. Holy shit. Well, that's good. Well, that yeah, is... So um, I, we need to make those. those are that's the... interesting. Yeah, I, sounds I, like some good drinks. Well, sure. and they're easy to make, too. Like, they're just a few ingredients. And, like, if you have soda water, um, some type of simple syrup, and then citrus, I mean, really, you can mix those with almost anything in here, you know? Because um, a lot of them just rely on those, like, very simple ingredients. But, yeah, I'd be definitely down to make these and uh, give some reviews as we do it. Nice. Sandro Alevalo. Sandro Alevalo. Sandro Alevalo. The booze cast. We getting into the, the birthday thing? <laughs> yeah, let's let's hear who was born on Sancho's birthday. <laughs> oh. who, who shares a birthday uh, with the yeah. illustrious and mysterious man, the swarthy man named Sancho? S- swarthy, isn't that hairy and sweaty? Doesn't that mean no, dark, it means dark, dark, hairy, and sweaty? You're thinking oh. here suit. Here suit is sweaty and hairy. Probably um, bearded as well. So and probably drinks IPAs. It just reminds me of like a pirate. Um, yeah. Cool. Just driving I want to be a pirate. <laughs> um, all right, so I only I only found a few that were interesting, and I looked through, like I said, like from the 1700s all the way, kind of to the to the present. Um, but you know who I really like a lot is Sade. I've always been a fan. Oh, um, oh no way! Listen to her forever. So pretty cool that we share a birthday, and I found that out today. That was pretty rad. Um, Ilya, the one that passed away in 2001, that's pretty special. My, uh, one of my good buddies growing up named his daughter after her. That was pretty cool. Um, Kate Moss. Oh. I don't know. I mean, she's cool, oh, I guess, Moss. you know, Hey, well, there she's you go. like Kate an Moss. iconic and then, model. Uh, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, Albert Pujols, who, uh, is a good baseball player, but has an interesting, weird last name. <laughs> 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 Sorry, that's immature, grown up in America, but I mean, come he would on, change his name to Pujols for <laughs> sure. There's no way he would have stuck with Pujols. <laughs> hey, when you swing the bat like that, dude, I guess you'd be called whatever. <laughs> What's up with you, Wiley? Who do you have on your day? All right, well, I got a, I got a list. Um, as I went through, I kept going, huh, how about that? I'll start off in 1501 oh. with Leonard Fox. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Leonard Fox, I'm sorry, Fuchs, Fuchs, either way, he was a German physicist or physician and botanist, and that is what the uh, color fuchsia is named after. Oh. Because he studied plants. I guess it's weird we don't call it Fuchsia. Yeah. (laughs) They just call it absinthe that. Um, (laughs) 1504, Pius V, also known as Antonio Gisileri, he was an Italian pope. He actually excommunicated 
Elizabeth the first, Queen Elizabeth. Um, <laughs> excommunicated her because he's that kind of guy. All right, I'm going to fast forward a little bit. <laughs> James Madison Randolph from 1806. That's actually Jefferson's grandson and the first baby ever to be born in the White House. Wow. Huh? All right, whatever. I thought that, that was interesting. That is very interesting. <laughs> uh, I got Max Sennett as well. You guys heard of the Keystone yes. Cops? Yeah, I have. Yeah, the guy who created the Keystone Cops, Max Sennett. I actually had to spend two and a half weeks studying Max Sennett in film school. He was born in 1880. Went on to direct stuff, probably during a, I wonder if he directed Mary Pickford. I don't know. Fun fact, I am not the only person named Withers born on January 17th. What? In 1905, Grant Withers, an American actor in such fabulous films as Rio Grande. Oklahoma and Annie was born in Pueblo, Colorado. Wow. There you go. It's fun. <laughs> so the next one is uh, the reason I actually started looking up this stuff in the first place. I'm like, oh, I wonder who else. Um, and it actually comes uh, in chronologically next in 1922. The very gem of American media, Betty White, was born. Oh. Bless her heart. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, we just, uh, so she's 99 this year. Hope to be celebrating uh, with her for her 100th birthday next year. Uh, Vidal Sassoon. Oh, yeah. Vidal Sassoon. Vidal Sassoon, born on January 17th. One of my all-time favorite guys, the voice of Darth Vader, James Earl Jones. Wow. There you go. The voice of everything. Yeah, he's like, he was uh, the Lion King's dad. He's the voice. Uh, Mustafa? Mufasa. Is that his name? Or? He's the, he's Mufasa. on the... <laughs> What's the Sandlot, too, right? He's That's a good one. Oh, right, yeah. I mean, he's like the voice of it because he's got that voice. Uh, 1931, he was born, which is kind of wow. crazy. Wow. I didn't realize he was that old. Wow. Darby's doing stuff behind me. Um, Cassius Clay, Muhammad Ali, born on January 17th. There you go. Cool. Huh? Uh, not quite Cassius Clay, but Steve <laughs> Harvey, born in West Virginia. <laughs> 1957. So opposite of. Wow. <laughs> Very okay. different. Yeah. That's cool. um, Both have you guys cool, seen though? those uh, the compilation video of Steve Harvey um, reacting to answers on uh, Family Feud? Yeah, I think I've seen something like that. They're pretty funny. But Staring also like the distance and the Saturday the Saturday Night Live like whenever they do make fun of him, dude. Oh my gosh, I don't know. There's yeah, I mean he's that's some gold right there. That's comedy gold. Comedy gold. Uh, Susanna Hoffs. You guys know? Sandra, you got to know who Susanna Hoffs is. Maybe. Lead singer of the Bengals. Walk oh. like an Egyptian. All right. There you Fun go. Fun fact. Nice. Yeah, Susanna Hoffs. Born 1959, which oh. actually surprises me. I saw a picture of her yeah. on Twitter on her birthday. Like, someone wished her a happy birthday. I'm like, I just remember her from being, I don't know, whenever that song came out. I'm like, whoa. That's no crazy. Way. I saw them at the Susanna Canyon Club. Well, I was oh, did like you eight. really? The yeah, actual I was Bengals. 18, and they played there, and I had a fake ID, and I drank at the Canyon Club and watched the Bengals play. Oh, that's awesome. Good. In other words, just another Tuesday night for Coley at 18. <laughs> it was just another Manic was, Monday. Absolutely. Uh, we played that song, uh, too. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. That was that was such an easy joke there. I freaking missed it. Well done, Sandra. <laughs> Thank you for, for grabbing that one. <laughs> also, um... On January 17th, born in 1962, 
a little man named Jim Carrey. Really? That John Denver's wow. full of shit, man. Holy shit, man. Yeah, Jim Carrey. You got a lot of peeps on every day. Also, another good one Sandra's that um, like, just had the like, spotlight for a you little bit. So many, and I had like four. <laughs> <Sorry>, Sandra. <laughs> um, another one that uh, actually I another I, one from very, the 1800s. Very much. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm past the 1800s by now. I'm very past the 1800s. I know, I'm just giving you shit. I'm at 1964. <laughs> oh my god. Michelle Obama. Like, born on my birthday. Damn, dude, they just keep coming. How that is, is way that? fun. I love Michelle Obama. That's great. Next one's 1969, and this one actually surprised me. Dutch DJ Tiesto. Wow. I did not know he was born in 1969. Yeah. I mean, whatever. He's not that much older than me, I guess. Um, 1970, Jendi Tartovsky. Do you guys know who that is? Uh-uh. The guy who created Dexter's Lab. Also, Samurai Jack. <laughs> oh, okay. If you guys follow that, like... Some of our listeners may get into that. I am big fans of both those shows, so whatever. Also, 1971, Robert James Ritchie. Cole, you know who Robert James Ritchie is, don't you? I feel like you'd know that. Mm. My name is Kid Rock. Oh, really? <laughs> nice, Kid Rock. That's awesome. Yeah, Kid Rock, born 1971. I, I loved me some Kid Rock when I was in high school, let me tell you. Oh, yeah, he's wearing the, uh, didn't he have the uh, pop-top shirt or whatever? He had, like, a wife beater that was made out of the uh, the tops, like, off the cans, like, all uh, sewn oh, together. Oh, shit, it's, wow. Look it up. It's amazing. Um, at the time, I'm sure it was edgy. You know, totally. Edgy no, edgy is, like, the there. perfect word. It was, like, 2000, <laughs> okay? Like, 99, 2000, it was, like, it was on. Yeah, it totally was. Uh, next one, I'm very proud of, only because I have a crush on her, uh, Zoe oh, Deschanel. Oh, your girl. But who doesn't have a crush She's on so, Zoe Deschanel? She's so, so pretty. Whatevs. A gentleman I don't have a crush on, Dwayne Wade. Really? On my birthday, 1982. Yep. And for some reason, January 17th is the day that DJs are born. Scottish DJ Calvin what? Harris. Also born on January 17th. Damn. And I think I've seen him and Tiesto playing shows on that day. And never made the connection. Like in Vegas, they're like, it's Tiesto, it's Calvin Harris. And like, you know, at whatever that one is, the Asian one in uh, Steve Pakistan, Aoki. I think it is. Is it Aoki? Oh, and Stevie Aoki. Oh, no, I, I meant uh, the oh, Asian club, oh, not yeah. the Asian gentleman. <laughs> I thought you meant the DJ. I'm like, oh, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> that you. is correct, though. And actually, Stevie Aoki was playing at, um, where was I? Was that, Oh, I think I was at MGM again. He was playing, was it, uh, what's the name of the uh, the adult-only pool in the back there? Not Day Club. Either way, um, that's where he was, uh, whatever that club was. So Now pouring. The Booze Cast. So, do we have drunk stories from you guys now? Like, birthday drunk stories? <laughs> yeah. So, who, what? Yeah. Definitely Wait, hold on. We, what, what are we? What are we doing? No, here? let's uh, let's see, let's get Sandro's first. I've been talking for a while, but I don't get to play it as often as I like. So, the greatest drunk story that you've never told. From throwing up to passing out to peeing in the snow. Raise your glass and take a drink because here we go. It's the greatest drunk story that you've never told. Woo! Woo! Oh, uh, okay. So, I mean. There's like a bunch of birthdays. Um, I just celebrated my 42nd, and you know they've all been pretty great. Um, 
I don't know. There was two of them that like I thought maybe just like a quick little of each, or should I save one for like another time? What do you? Let's guys hear think? one and then save it for the next time that okay. All this right, has yeah. to come up because okay, we know so, it's going to happen again. So this is twenty three, um, twenty three years old. I was living in the Bay Area. Had uh, a lot going for me at the time. Had my own place. I was pretty stoked on life. Um, was making some pretty good money too. Whatever that wasn't important. I was having a good time. Um, so I go out to dinner uh, with my buddies, and I remember we went to like one of my favorite places, and they had sangria. It was bomb, right? And like sangria is such a creeper <laughs> drink, you know what I mean? Like you could just drink and drink and drink sangria, and uh, uh, man, it was it was fun, like drunk as could be. Um, yeah, and I don't know. I mean that that was the pretty like tame part, you know what I mean? Like my friends got me some gifts, got me some hash, got me some weed, like. Got pretty baked, and um, I remember just being pretty pumped on, like, it was my birthday. Uh, I had some, like, chick coming over, you know what I mean? I was like, all right, so dinner's done. I need you guys to drop me off. And uh, <laughs> so so I get dropped off, and um, and it's it's not that late, you know what I mean? What's, like, 9, <laughs> 9.30, but fuck, dude. Like, you know, I was hammered, dude. Like, we, me and my friends, like, they just got me so drunk at dinner, and I didn't drive, and they got me all stoned and everything. And so here I am waiting, and uh, I don't know. You're probably going to guess what happens next. It is I totally fucking ass out, you know? And, like, this chick's, like, on her way over, <laughs> right? And um, I'm pretty bummed, like, right? I have no idea. I'm totally out. And from what I gather, she comes over. And not only comes over, but she has a friend, too, right? So, like, they can see me through the door and through the window. And I'm, like, crashed out. And they try to, like, come around the back door, like, to, like, get... They try to, like, break into my house. And, like, luckily, like, the cops and shit don't come. But it's... It's just me just lying there, just, like, drunk as can be, asleep, like, with these two girls trying to break into my place. And, uh, and yeah, I woke up feeling like an idiot. I mean, come on, you know, like you woke up and I like back in those days, you didn't have a text. You didn't like wake up to phones. You didn't have like a, you know what I mean? My phone was there, no. but they didn't have a cell phone. It was a lot different time. You know what I mean? So, um, I don't you know. Got, it like, a bunch of pager messages or whatever. <laughs> <A bunch of laughs> pager messages. I mean, that no, was the time. I wasn't in high school, Wiley. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I don't know. I just, I thought to me, like, I haven't really shared that story too much with, like, too many people. I thought it was a pretty funny birthday story. It definitely taught me a lot about moderation around that time was, Probably I don't know. It's just, it's so easy to drink and get drunk. And, like, that was the second time that happened to me because it did happen to me for New Year's where I was supposed to meet up with a girl and I didn't make it to New Year's. And she came to get me at a party and I was just out. I was, like, passed out. Like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> so that was, like, a couple years before. Anyways, that was, like, a pretty silly birthday. But I don't know. I thought I'd share. I don't know. Like, it was it was pretty hilarious. I got a good laugh out did of it. Did you ever talk to her again? I love the fact that they could see you. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, absolutely. And, like, it was, I don't know, you know? It was what it was. It wasn't anything too crazy. I just remember it being my birthday. I wanted to, like, have fun and keep drinking. And there you are. You're like, yeah. The next thing you know, you're waking up, and it's the morning. You're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> what happened? You're like, I'm alone in my bed. What? <laughs> <laughs> on the couch, and they still have my clothes on, and there's nothing going on. So. Uh, so It's so easy when you're 23, and you're like, oh, yeah, another one sounds good. Another one sounds good. Another yeah. one, like, and you just go down that road and you're, yeah, you're assed out for sure, dude. You know what I mean? Hey, maybe things happen for a reason, but uh, yeah, nothing too crazy, nothing like law involved or like too like I don't know. It's just kind of silly, kind of something kind of personal and kind of silly. But uh, what about you? All right, so I'm only gonna go back a couple years to when I turned 23, 
And uh, <laughs> you don't have to laugh so hard. Come on, man. <laughs> um, only going to go back a couple years. Uh, me, Coley, and Nick. Um, I took them down to to Anaheim, saying, "Hey, let's go down. Let's hit the brewery. There's Bottle Logic down there. Number of really good craft breweries, obviously down in Orange County." Let's go there. I got points with a. I'm a Hilton member. I'll get a hotel room. No big deal, you know. So we went down there and um, we went and got a drink at the uh, Grand Californian. I think we started we off with champagne. We did a This is my birthday. Yeah, so we started with champagne. And I told him, like, oh, by the way, we're not going to go to breweries. I actually bought you guys tickets uh, to get into California Adventure. And we're going to go drinking and riding rides all day long. So let's have at it. So they're like, right on. And at no, that time, like, I had... No. No. We're going to Disneyland? Really? And then I was like, there's drinking in this park. He's like, okay. All right. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay. Well, I'm good with that then, I guess. Well, it's me again. So um, we go in, and at that time, I'd been going there enough. I mean, as a pass holder. And I've been going there enough that I had, all right, a route. Okay, we got to hit... The, the beer ride and then we go wait in line over here then we hit the wine ride and then like you know there was a there was a drinking path um and i think we went to carthay circle first i think um after our champagne which has like all the prohibition style drinks and whatnot um and then we went and got smoked turkeys they were called coley do you remember do we we went to carthay circle and had we, drinks we there this, i think right i don't remember we got the smoked turkeys at ariel's grotto yeah, yeah. So we went to uh, the grotto, got some smoked turkeys, which is pretty good. So smoke flavoring. It's wild turkey. It's the only time I'll they ever have drink those, wild turkey. Um, cherries in them. Those expensive cherries in the jar. It's like twenty two dollars for a small jar of cherries. You know what I'm talking about? Those really dark. And they're like yeah, super they're, alcoholic. They're, I don't know. Like, the, I think they're not. Oh, Lagardo. Yes. Oh, they're, they're just, just like really, really nice. delicious. Legit yeah, cherries. I think right? so. Well, yeah, and they're like yes. black and small, and but either way. So we got a bunch of those, and then then I think where things started to go downhill for Coley five. is we started drinking Racer 5, because Cars Land, of course, would have Racer 5, which is by Bear Republic, which is car-themed. And because we had to wait in line, you can actually buy two per person. So we got two Racer 5s after the champagne, after another cocktail, after a smoked turkey, and now this is probably only about 10, 30, 11 Maybe it's before noon. No, I'm pretty sure. It was a little bit later. No, noonish. We went to a tea party. Did we do the? Did we do the we Mad Hatter thing? Oh no, no, no! That was later in the day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in case you haven't guessed, this is more of a drunk story about what Coley did on my birthday. This uh, is uh, not my finest nice. moment. So did some riding on uh, the Cars Land rides, and then we, we went back and got whatever. Uh, we got more Racer 5. Um, we got a lot of Racer 5 that day as we were cruising around. So then came the Mad Tea Party, and they were serving things out of, like, the slushy machine, like you'd see at a 7-Eleven, so it had booze in it. And um, Coley's drinking that. Nick is standing there not dancing. I'm standing there not dancing. Coley's twerking on me by this point, um, just having the time of her life. Like, it was her birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, do we? Um, I don't remember. Did we actually end up hitting uh, Trader Sam's? Oh shit! I think we did. You're you are asking the wrong girl. So we ended up going to Trader Sam's. It's a tiki bar. So not that Coley needed more. 
Um, but we stopped by there. We sat outside, got some tiki drinks as well because we're actually meeting up with other people at like the guru guru came out. Um, our friend Becca came out. Um, so we, uh, went to the tiki bar at Trader Sam's and then went to ESPN zone. By this point, um, we couldn't get into ESPN zone yet because there was like um, football on or something. There was something going on, so we had to wait outside. Oh, we were waiting for friends is what it was. And Coley's sitting on the curb outside ESPN zone with her head down, and then she starts vomiting all over the sidewalk or the, the walkway there. And we're like, huh. You know, we're kind of looking around. It's a pretty big crowd around, so those of us <laughs> that were there as we waited – Formed a ring around her with our backs to her, you know, just kind of. <laughs> they did. They formed a barrier to to hide me at my low point. Kind of holding out our jackets a bit, you know, a little more than usual, just to kind of hide what was going on. So Disney, you know, the white hats, as you as many people call them, wouldn't come over and go, "Hey, uh, what's going on here?" Um, and then we went inside. I think we. Uh, I don't remember what we. I think we just went right inside. Left the vomit on the sidewalk. <laughs> what is? What is? I didn't have a towel. What are we? What are you gonna do? You know. Uh, so we went inside ESPN zone and plopped Coley at a, at a high top and ordered beers and whatnot. And Coley was sitting there and she vomited again in the ESPN zone. But, oh boy. and here, uh, this is my uh, party trick. Kudos to Coley, clearly blacked out drunk, vomited into a pint glass, saw a pint glass sitting on the table, got it, vomited in there, didn't spill a drop, <laughs> set it down and passed back out. Like, it was, like, oh such gosh. a master move. What a flex. What a weird <laughs> flex that was to be able to pull that off. That's crazy. But she did. Uh, unfortunately, the bartender happened to notice what was going on and cut Nick off um, and said, hey, are you are you with her? He's like, yeah. He's like, well, I can't, you know, I can't serve anymore. And he's like, I'm not the one over there throwing up in a pint glass. So no, and I, I was, pa- I was passed out too. And Nick's like, she's had a really long day at Disneyland. She's just very tired. She's really tired. <laughs> what a day. And can nice. I say though? So Nick ended up taking me back to the hotel. This is 7 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Took me back to the hotel. All this happened before fucking 7 p.m., okay? Yeah. We hadn't even gone to dinner yet. We had a big dinner planned and everything at uh, the Bayou place down there. And um, Nick skipped dinner and took me back to the hotel and just went to sleep with me, made sure I didn't choke on my own vomit and made sure I was good. And we, you know, got me a water. And he skipped. He didn't have dinner that night, and he wasn't even like mad at me the next day. I was like, "Oh my god, you are! I, you're a saint, and I'm really huh. sorry." Oh, not all heroes uh, wear capes, right? But big, Wiley big does have some good photos of oh, drunk me photos. passed out and everyone taking photos with me. So you'll have to post those. I That's will. Awesome. Yeah, the happiest pictures around Coley, and it's funny because our friend Becca, who met up actually later in the night, said. Well, you know, at least she didn't take pictures of her when she was like passed out or right on her face. And so I sent her I sent her a picture of all of us smiling real big with her like passed out like on her hand. And she's like, You did she got all mad about it. She's looking out for you, Coley. She's I know, like, I sure love her. Good. She's always been such a doll. Shout out to her. Yeah, shout out to Becca Lou. So anyways, well that has been draft seventy seven. It's a birthday extravaganza here there you on go. the boost. Come, only comes once a year. It's true. <laughs> yeah, true. Like uh, like my sex life. Hey. Oh. Right, uh, hey. <laughs> anyways. Um, so anyways, you can find us on, uh, on, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking, uh, sorry, I didn't mean to make that joke. I, I'm thinking about it now. 
Uh, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app, Spotify, iHeart, iTunes, whatever it is. Uh, subscribe, rate us, review us, what have you. It helps the algorithm. helps us find new followers so that we can have more fun with you. Follow us on the socials if you haven't already. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook.com forward slash Booze League. Also, why don't you give some thought to going to boozeleague.com and maybe buying some sunglasses or a growler or a sweet-ass shirt that says champagne that looks like champion from that movie that Brad Pitt was in. Either way, go buy something. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but most of everything, just uh, subscribe and um, feel free to send us a text if you like. 805-892-6116. But no matter what you do, tune in again for Draft 78 coming up next week. You know what we got next week, folks? February. February, yeah. February, true. Um, we got Chelsea Bailey, at 21st Amendment girl. Um, she does a lot of marketing and stuff for uh, Mustang Sally Brewing uh, out on the East Coast and a number of other stuff. We're going to have her on. Talk about East Coast beers and all other kinds of fun things. Um, so make sure to subscribe to hear that. I think that's about it. You guys got uh, anything else? No, sounds good. No, I can't wait to talk to her. I follow her on the gram and I like her. Yeah, go she follow her on the grams, pooch. everybody. Oh, yeah. Um, toothless. Named after the um, uh, the dragon, right? Remember correctly? Sure. I, I don't know the dog's name. I just know she's adorable. Oh, yeah. Little black dog. Very, very cool dog. So, anyways, well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. This has been Draft 77. We'll see you on Draft uh, 78. So, cheers. 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 Watch out. I'm on the move, I'm going up I'm a man on a mission with no missions And I'm looking for love Oh, I'm just looking for love It's gotta be against the law